Good morning. Welcome. If you are a guest at All Souls this morning, we trust that in this service you will experience both the comfort and challenge of God. You will also hear this morning um, our guest preacher is Jason Chambers, who is one of the co-chairs of our Koinonia discernment process. For those of you that are newer, this is a process we began last year at a time of our life of saying, where do we hear the Spirit calling us to be engaged in the community in what ways, in what ways that might be new, in what ways that might be different? What stories do we need to hear? And you will hear Jason speak about more of that. But I also want to thank all of the folks who served on the Koinonia Steering Committee this past year. They not only met monthly as a group to keep their business moving, but as you will hear in Jason's sermon, they spent time interviewing many civic leaders in the nonprofit, for-profit government sectors, asking them, what do you see, what do you hear in the community these days? They spent time going to the various ministries of this church with questions a couple of times and open forum sessions for people to hear, and they put in countless hours helping us as a community to listen to the Spirit. And I'm going to read their names off and ask those who happen to be at this service if you would please stand. These are folks who are on the steering committee. Sandra Bird, Jason Chambers, Carla Schell, Ellen Clark, Hope Clater, Becky Donatelli, Lucas Heilig, Fran Hensley, David Jordan, Brian Lawler, Glenda McDowell, Wade Saunders, David Thompson, and Nancy Ackerman Cole. Would you all show your appreciation to these folks? And this community has, this committee has concluded its work, and we are forming a committee who will begin this next chapter of overseeing Koinonia, and you will continue to hear about that. As well, there is a table outside that Jason will be referring to that you can get more information about this process between the services. Welcome to Pentecost. Please be seated. Many of you may be wondering who the strange layperson is in the pulpit on this special day in the life of the church. I'm Jason Chambers, the parishioner here for almost eight years, and a co-chair along with Carla Shell and Sandra Bird of the Koinonia Steering Committee, which is focused on racial and economic equity in Asheville and Buncombe County. Today I'll revisit the process by which we arrived at our work in this chosen area. One of the things I like most about life here at All Souls is the rhythm of the liturgical calendar. We begin the liturgical year seeking the light that will become Christ in the flesh, Christ made human. His light is revealed to us as we journey through Epiphany and as we confront our own imperfections in the season of Lent. Holy Week and the Easter season bring about Christ's resurrection and our own continual resurrection in everyday events. And so here we are at Pentecost, at the point in the liturgical calendar where Christ we knew in the flesh has now ascended to the Father and where we are called to seek Christ in the world, in our larger community and in ourselves. Koinonia has been a journey of transformation that has coincided neatly with the liturgical calendar. Beginning in September, members of this committee interviewed 12 community leaders in an array of areas ranging from local government to housing to race relations, mental health, and children's advocacy. The members of the steering committee guided the narrative 
but this was a journey of the entire parish, as we also pose some reflective and hopefully transformative questions to you individually, seeking to understand what change you are being led to make in our community and in yourselves. As the liturgical year came to a close, we invited additional members of the community to speak at the adult forums each Sunday through Advent and then through Epiphany and Lent. And along the way, we continually asked of ourselves, how are we being transformed? Since my wife Tamara, our daughter Gabriella, and I have been attending All Souls, there are two ideas that seem to present themselves as the overarching themes of almost every sermon, whether it's being delivered by Todd, Millie, Glenda, or Will. And those two things are community and vulnerability. This should be nothing new to any of you. I'm not speaking of anything you've not also heard repeatedly in our sermons and reflections. The koinonia process was an attempt to bring both of those values to the forefront of our thinking and pose again the question, how are we being transformed? Many of the speakers that we invited to attend the Sunday forums exposed some very uncomfortable truths and vulnerabilities. Systemic racism in the wake of Jim Crow and during and after civil, the civil rights movement. The disruptive trend Sorry, the disruptive transformation and dissemination of many of Asheville's traditional African-American neighborhoods. The troublesome fragmentation of families through domestic violence. The prevention of suitable housing and shelter through gentrification and the lack of sustainable wages in Buncombe County. Did those conversations make you squirm just a little bit? Maybe look away? Maybe look at your own white privileges that you so often take for granted. Privileges such as simply having a car to take your children to school or to the doctor or to a court date. How did these conversations transform you? Our journey was not completely uncomfortable, however. Over the past several months during the adult forums, we have seen many stories of hope and good work being done by some strong people in our community many of them right here in our parish. Millie Morrow does some unbelievable, incredible work at Kairos West. As part of our discernment, the co-chairs attended lunch at Kairos and saw firsthand the transformative work that is being done through free hot meals and by providing space for ideas to be exchanged. The Family Justice Center is providing a streamlined process for those affected by domestic violence. Green Opportunities reaches out to unemployed and underemployed men and women, some of whom have criminal records, to offer a second chance for jobs in the areas of food service and construction. Mountain Housing Opportunities is a powerhouse in the housing industry, doing the work of providing affordable housing for those who need it most. Through the Koinonia's discernment meetings, we examined another endeavor started right here in our own parish, the All Souls Counseling Center, which does a lot with limited resources in providing counseling services to those who might not otherwise be able to afford it. Stories of hope continue to abound through Room in the Inn, Children First, Beloved, and others here in the community. How did those stories transform you? 
In Todd's sermon from a couple weeks ago, he urged us to abide with those who are most vulnerable. It's not enough for us white folks to show up and tell those in need how we're going to help and pat ourselves on the back and be on our way. We have to walk in concert with those who most need our understanding, and we're called to listen and step into the places that make us most uncomfortable. And so after careful consideration and painstaking discernment, and by engaging as many folks within our parish and the wider community as we could, we arrived at the issue that you, the community, and the Holy Spirit revealed to us, and that is working towards racial and economic equity. This endeavor will stretch across a wide range of areas from housing to jobs to children's advocacy, early childhood development, domestic violence, and beyond. There will be short-term issues that we're ready to confront now, and there will be some longer-term endeavors that will span years and perhaps even generations as we seek to unwind some of the systemic issues of the past. In order to complete this very important work, All Souls is looking at extra staffing that will assist us in our efforts. As I mentioned earlier, my family Tamara, Gabriella, and I came to All Souls about eight years ago. We'd tried a couple of other churches, but none of our attempts to find a church home were working, and we didn't go to church at all for about six months prior to discovering All Souls. And when we did finally settle on this place, I had the attitude of, well, I'll just come to church on Sundays, get what I need, and move on. I don't need to be that involved. I can just stay in the background, on the back pew, in my own spiritual bubble. And maybe some of you felt that same way, and maybe you feel that way now. But for me and my family, I discovered it simply doesn't work that way. Jesus calls us to abide, to walk the way with him, to be transformed. In the scripture from Acts today, we see the well-known imagery of people from every tribe and nationality coming together and hearing different languages in their own native tongues. This passage is so important for our Koinonia journey because it first invites us to listen. Listen to the different stories and languages of those around us. And then to hear those stories and languages in the native tongue of all souls. I believe the native tongue of all souls consists of love, Peace, acceptance, inclusion, and justice. This passage, as it relates to koinonia and racial and economic equity, is to encourage us to go out into the streets to hear and listen and speak to those issues through the components of our own native tongue. In Bishop Jose's sermon from last week, he referenced koinonia as a movement from what we believe to what we do. As we celebrate the birth of the church and enter into the phase of action in our Koinonia journey of racial and economic equity, I invite all of you to seek out your passion and sign up for one of the areas into which our journey has called us. Sign-up sheets are available online and after the service outside and include a number of areas in which you can be involved, such as Children First, advocacy at our local government meetings, service on the committee itself. We're also working in the areas of jobs and sustainable wages, leadership and participation in pilgrimages, housing advocacy, and we're developing a reading resource list for the parish. 
We're being called to abide with sisters and brothers in our greater community. In this, let us continue to ask ourselves, how do I hope to be transformed? Amen. Amen.